What is up, everybody? It is the No Notes Podcast, episode 78, with your boy, Man B, and H-Double. We're super excited to be here today. We have a good lineup today for our episode. We have first, looking at our 32-team fantasy league, which I believe we uh, lost this week. Um, kind of see if we can change some things. Um, our team did not play the best. Then we will go into the week one recap of we have seven games we'd like to review. Um, probably not super in-depth because, you know, we still try to keep to that 45-minute uh, time frame for y'all. But a little bit of kind of the highlights. And then we'll go into our week two picks, kind of tell you who won last week. And I believe Charles said he'd do a little bit of a punishment. So we might have one later. So I would, I would. Anyways, off of that, Charles. Yeah. Are we start with our? Uh... Yeah, we should. I think we need to address our our fantasy team in the thirty two team league because it was very underwhelming, and I apologize to everyone out there who was rooting for us. We let you down this week, and so that's what we're gonna try and fix. But yeah, just real quick, this should be normal for the Friday episode. It should be our football episode. And then the Monday episode will be kind of other things in sports, but like college football, et college, yeah, soccer, like uh, you know, Brighton, for example, who I actually looked up, bro, they've been doing, doing really, well. really well. Um, other stuff that's not football because Fridays are going to be, you know, Friday football. I guess we can term it as that or football Friday. So that'll be this is the episodes that's all about football. But yes, uh, to our fantasy team league, um, we scored twenty eighth out of thirty two. I think. Um, let me go pull it up now so that everyone can see, including you, Matt. Um, here we are. All right. So week one, we scored 56 points. Yes. Um, Tua had 14. Damian Pierce had five. Demonte Parker had two. Isaiah Likely had zero. Darren Wall had 19. And then our kicker had 11 and our defense had four. Uh, yeah, not a good week at all. We lost, obviously, by 20 to team Mike White with Davis oh, Mills at quarterback. Kevin, Kevin had the most? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get to that, and Charlie actually had the worst. <laughs> um, well, not the, I guess not the worst, but it's like the worst compared to what they, yeah, could or whatever, but yeah, Kevin had the most. We'll get to that in a sec, but we were like right near the bottom, too. Um, I wanted to look at the thing where it pulled up like all the points and everything, but I know, look, we're bottom in our league or our division, I guess. So that shows you that. Uh, we'll, let's give Kevin a little love. Yeah. Because we brought him up. Um, he scored the most and it wasn't really even close. He had 120, whatever, five. Uh, oh yeah. We go to week one. Whoops. He had like 125. Where is he? There he is. 125.28. Josh Allen, 31. Naheem Hines, 11. Jarvis Landry, 18. I told him to draft him, remember? Yeah. So that was, that was clutch for him. And we could have used him. Um, Dalton Schultz had 27. Hawkson, 15. Kicker, 15. Defense, 6. And he has Corey Davis and McCole Hardman on his bench. So bro, we need more receivers, bro. Bro, Kevin is like. Yeah, Kevin's looking. We might have to try and trade Kevin for like Corey Davis or Hardman or something. Cause man, his team looks really good. Um, 
Yeah, we'll go to Charlie, who's also in this league, who's a friend of ours. Artiga, as we call him. His team was one of the worst. Let's see. 54 points. Mitch Trubisky, 12. James Cook, minus 1.8. Debo Samuel, 12. He had some tight end that scored zero. He has Michael Pittman, but that was literally about it. He has the Texans defense. So um, he has Bateman, though, and he actually put Bateman on the trade block. So just saying. But, yeah, let's go back to our team. What do we do to improve? What's oh. what's our what's our game plan here? I mean, Isaiah likely was obviously just we had to because of Kittle. Um, yeah. The hopefully Kittle was back this week. That obviously was a big, you know, part of why we lost. So, but hopefully what do you think we do? We get another receiver. Hopefully, should we look at the waiver wire real quick? See who's available. Probably not a lot of people. Sterling Shepard is out there. It's not too bad. That Rams guy. Um, Could always get Dre Carter, bro. Yeah, he was solid. He had that touchdown last week for the Chargers. DeAndre Carter. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, who did the best week one? So Sterling Shepard was really good, obviously. Uh, let's get Sterling Shepard. Why not? You want to get Sterling Shepard? Yeah, let's. Uh, you let's have four targets. I don't care. Devontae Parker, I just don't have a good, good feeling about. Should we keep Braxton Berrios? I think he actually did solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drop Devontae. Let's get him yeah. out of here. All right. There's our first move. I, I like that. Uh, should we just play Sterling Shepard right now? Oh, yeah. Might as well. Yeah. All right. Let's put Kittle in, too, just in case. Um, And then Damian Pierce, I'm hoping for better days, because if not, we're really screwed. But I did see... Sony Michelle is available, and he had seven carries, which isn't bad necessarily. He could get like goal line work, maybe. So that could, that could be a flyer. Besides that, there's like no one. I mean, also Damian Williams, but I feel like if anything, it'd probably be Brandon Bolden, TBH. But Brandon that's, Bolden, that's even like pushing it. That's really pushing it. Yeah, I, I don't I think we're kind of locked in, bro. Kind of locked in where we are. I what's mean we our, have, what's our, we have what's Kenyon the... Drake on our bench, remember? He actually got like the bulk of the carries, but he was bad. Like really yeah. bad. <laughs> um when JK comes back and gets implemented, he's gonna lose a lot of work, obviously. And Gus Edwards, so <sighs> I mean, should we try and trade for Rashad Bateman real quick? Like, should we just offer Kenyon Drake straight up? Sure, why not? He says he wants a running back, so I don't know. Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I hear you. Let's just do it. Rashad Bateman would definitely be our starting receiver, that's for sure, if this trade goes through. But what what else? Anything else we need to do, you think? Or are we just going to have to roll with it? We're going to have to roll with it. Going to roll with it? Okay. You sure you don't want to pick up another running back and drop Kenyon Drake? Yeah. Okay. Whoo. 32 team league is kind of insane. Yeah, I wish uh it's on my on my phone obviously. It showed like where everyone placed in terms of scoring. But I don't know how to access it here on the, the desktop. Um which kind of sucks. Because it just shows the divisions. It doesn't like show everyone together. You know, because I'm pretty sure we were 28th, I think. 
but maybe if I'm able to like no nah, I don't know okay whatever uh yeah that's um that's our team uh I'm not feeling nearly as confident as I was I mean when Kittle comes back if he does that will help but if Damian Pierce isn't who we thought he was we're in a for a long season because we don't have another running back, so yeah. Um, Could we have taken a different running back or no? I I actually had looked back on the draft, just uh, curious, um, you know, because I was uh, or that video is actually doing has like eighteen views, so it did pretty pretty good for us. We could have had, I mean, the biggest one off the top. Uh, we were deciding between either Pollard, I remember, or um, Stevenson, I think. The Patriots running back. Oh, we, those were yeah. two who we said, but uh, the the biggest guy from at least week one that was on the board that we didn't even mention was Cordero Patterson. Oh yeah, uh, we didn't we didn't even mention him. I mean, I know he did good this past week. I don't think he'll get that much work, but looking back on it, that probably would have been the best pick. So, oh well, we could have had Cordero. I would have felt a lot better if they had Cordero at running back. So that's an L by us, but. Yeah, that's the 32-team fantasy league. We'll see if we win next week. I mean, the guy we're going up against doesn't look that much better than us. So, I mean, nah, he's got McCaffrey and Marquise Brown and Wentz. That's actually kind of good. Maybe he is better. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Or should we go into week one now? Like actual football, not fantasy? Yes, sir. Okay. You go first, then. You bring up the first game for us. We've got, obviously, a list of seven, like Matt said. So, which one are you going to talk about first? I think we just go in order of how they happened, right? Okay. So, I mean, out of the seven, the 12 o'clock game. There were a couple. There's there four, technically. Well, the thing is, do you want to talk about our teams first, or do you want to talk about the other team first? Let's talk about our teams. Let's talk about our okay. teams first. Okay, so I guess we'll do... But let's go you first, yeah. Ugh. Let's go Pats, Dolphins. All right, so it's Pats and Dolphins. I already thought this was going to be a loss because we never play well in Miami, even with like Tom Brady. But I believe we lost what twenty-seven to seven. Twenty to seven. Oh, it was only twenty to seven. I thought they scored again. Okay, they must have kneeled it or whatever. All I know is that we played. Our defense actually was not that bad. Our defense was pretty good. It was our offense that was literally terrible. Like, I don't know what was going on. I don't know if like. We just couldn't do anything. But, like, it was literally terrible. Like, Mac Jones didn't look as good as he did last year. Kendrick Bourne was, like, a no-show. Jacoby Myers was, like, a no-show, which they should be better than that. I mean, and we paid Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, and, like, you can't even get in the ball. So it's just, like, it was very frustrating. Like, I kept looking at the score. I kept looking at stuff, and I was like, holy freak, I want to, like, blow my brains out right now because the Patriots literally suck. <laughs> so <laughs> So how are you feeling about like what's your outlook on this whole season? Not great. My outlook is this. Our defense is gonna keep us in the game. It's can our offense let the defense have a little better break. If that happens, then we'll be in games. But if it doesn't, doesn't matter how good our defense is, which I think it's actually pretty decent. We're not – I mean, I mean, what, Tyreek Hill had 
what, 90 something yards, 100 yards, I think. 80, 80 to 90, but he had like, yeah, 80, 80 to 90, catches, right? Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, isn't bad, but he didn't have a touchdown. You know, I mean, we kept kind of him in check and everything. And so to me, it's kind of like, okay, so you kept in probably some of the fastest wide receivers in line. Yeah. You know, granted, it's not like you're going up against Jamar or, I mean, you kind of are with Tyreek Hill. You know, they're all different. But it's just like we kept it close. We just couldn't finish anything. So it was just – yeah, it was I, frustrating. If I could put the Patriots in one word, it's frustrating. Let me correct you real quick about – you did keep Tyreek in check. Um, obviously, you know, that's a good player. But, you know, you got to remember who's throwing him the ball to uh, – which I'll get to yeah. in a second. But um, obviously I've been listening to a lot of Bill Simmons, as you know, and Bill Simmons is a big Boston fan. So obviously he's a Patriots fan. Yeah, uh, He had been on record already saying he had already given up on the Pats before the season even started saying they didn't look good. None of, you know, any of that stuff. And I would have to agree after watching the highlights, the Pats didn't look good, especially on offense. I didn't, I knew Matt Jones, was a little was overrated last year. I know he it was what he did was impressive and he was a rookie and I get that, but he definitely got blown out of proportion, I would say, of like what he, you know, is as a quarterback. And I think you can win like a Super Bowl with him, definitely. But you know, people are making him out to be a lot more than that. Um just seeing the right pieces around him. Right. Other- yeah, exactly. And which I'm gonna get to. They their running backs, I think, have potential. I think Damian Harris and Stevenson and even Pierre Strong, the rookie, who if he gets work, I think they've got a good group of running backs. Um, the pass catchers, though, no. I'm not a fan of the pass catchers. You might have bottom bottom three, probably, in the league of pass catchers. I Devontae Parker, this, this is a good statistic that I didn't realize, and this was after we had drafted him. Obviously, things could turn around, but we ended up dropping him anyways in our league just now. But it made me a little concerned after we picked him. He's one of the worst at separation. And Mac Jones isn't the that's not really his strength of throwing, is throwing contested balls. He throws he he's better when he throws the guys that can get open, you know. But Devontae Parker's more of a 50-50 jump ball ball kind of guy. That's where his success has been in the league. So that wasn't a great fit. And like you said, the tight ends that they paid have not been implemented well. Offense just didn't look good. Um, and also I think a lot of that leads to because you're right. I think the defense, I do think actually, the, I think the defense is good. It's definitely the best part. But I, I think the Dolphins could have even scored more if, if it wasn't for Tua, if I'm being honest. Like when I was watching those the highlights, I felt like he missed some throws that would have kept drives going and missed open guys. That they could have maybe had 32 more touchdowns. So what, 34? I thought it could have been 34-7, just being completely honest. Um, I think the front of your defense is better than the secondary. Definitely. Oh, you guys have a good 100%. front for sure. Hundred um, percent. Secondary, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But anyways, it's like Bill Belichick can coach a defense, and you you can see that. But this whole offense, no offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling offense is like, especially not what Matt Jones needs in his second year. You know, I, I just don't. It, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but like that whole thing about no one's like. They're both calling plays and all this stuff. And, like, losing Josh McDaniels is huge, obviously. He's an offensive genius. And once he leaves, you guys don't really address that. Like, Bill – I don't know what Bill is doing. He's not – he's great on defense, but offense, not as much. And the more I see it and think about it, the more I do think – 
I think obviously they both were important, but I think Brady might have been a little more important than Belichick in terms of winning those rings. I'm not saying Belichick wasn't important, but I think Brady really helped along with Josh McDaniels, obviously, and now Josh McDaniels is gone. I mean, like even like the old the when he went to the Broncos, the Pats didn't win for a while, and then he comes back, and then they get those Super Bowls again. I think he was a huge key to the offense, and that's another reason why they were successful last year. But they didn't. Do, I don't know what they were doing. They didn't. I don't know. Like they, he left, and they didn't really replace him. They, it's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge have never called offense before, so like now they're calling offense, and you could tell it just looked like a mess. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be feeling great. I. I think uh, this year is a lost year, and who knows down the road. They used all their cap on all those free agents last year, and they won't. They're gonna have like a huge hit or whatever at the end of this year. I don't know, man. Bill Simmons is right. Pats don't look good. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing else to say. Sadness, bro. Hey, that was the at least you got. At least you got Tom Brady in the Bucks still. Yeah, I always and Charles knows this. I was always a Tom Brady person. I always said Tom Brady was the reason why we we're winning. And granted, you need to have good coaches to call you plays and stuff. But in the, the day, it's the players on the field that make the plays. Yeah. And it was Tom Brady. I mean, even at the Buccaneers, when his wide receivers go down, he still makes plays, and he's freaking forty-five. Like. Yeah. Anyways, uh, one last thing I'll say uh, about the Dolphins, real quick, and then we'll go to my team. Dolphins look good. I still worry a little bit about Tua because, like I said, I think he missed some plays. So, well, I, they if he can make those plays, I think they can really be a potential force and playoff team for sure. But I still question some of the you know his playmaking ability if he can get the ball where it needs to sometimes. So, but the Dolphins look good overall. I will say they did look good. Defense looked good. Um, offense, you know, they've got the weapons, so it's all up to Tua. But yes, Ravens, Jets now. Talk yeah. a little bit about my team. Yeah. Well, we got the win. Uh, better days, obviously, 24 to 9. We're playing the Zach Wilson list Jets, aka the Joe Flacco Jets. So not much of a, you know, pound my chest t- kind of win, but. Defense, obviously, I was happy with the defense. We lost Kyle Fuller like like two minutes left, which really sucks. Um, we should be getting Marcus Peters back really soon, which will help. But we lost Kyle Fuller, who was a great, uh, you know, because we could really like rotate our secondary and keep guys fresh. And now that he's out, we're going to have to rely maybe on, on some of our rookies. But defense looked good. I mean, not saying much against Joe Flacco's Jets, but still looked good. Offense was a little, at first, I didn't, text you about this, but I was watching the game and I, I remember, I think I was texting Charlie Brown. They didn't, Lamar didn't look too engaged. Like he didn't look like he wanted it that bad. And obviously I think some of that has to do with the contract, but you know, like it just, it looked kind of like it was like 50%, not a hundred percent kind of like slow or 75%. It just didn't look as crisp. The, the offense, I was concerned at first. We, we only had like three points because of a turnover after like, a quarter and a half against the Jets. Like we we punted multiple times. So I was concerned. But then Lamar, I don't know what happened, but he hit I was another turnover, I think, or something, because he had a short field and he hit Duvernay on a really nice throw. And after that, it seemed like it got a lot better. And Lamar didn't run much, but 
he obviously hit Bateman for a touchdown, a long touchdown, and Duvernay again. But he his throws, especially those touchdowns, he might that might have been the best I've ever seen Lamar throw. Like generally, like it was looking good, and he had a couple sidearm throws too. His his throwing looked good. If he is, you know, as hopefully engaged as I would like him to be, and is more. I mean, obviously, also it's the Jets, so maybe it wasn't as full impact, which I kind of wish it was, you know, full effort. If he can stay engaged with how his throwing looked, I, I really do believe that, like I said, he could have that bounce back, tear it up season where he's in the MVP conversation. And the Dolphins this week will be a better test. But to, to you know, overall, I was happy with the defense. Like I said, offense concerned me, but it got rolling and Lamar made some big time throws. I just hope that it doesn't, you know, the kind of, lackluster of of like effort i would say and plus our running game was awful we need jk and gus back asap our running game was terrible but yeah hopefully we can lamar can you know have a little more urgency because i i really like what we have so i was content let's put it like that overall i'm content not like happy but i'm not you for example (laughs) hey a win is a win that's what we say Exactly. So, um, personally, I think if the Ravens would have played anyone else this week, they probably would have lost. It's a good chance of it. Um, I mean, granted, against the Patriots, you probably—I mean, all you have to do is score like ten points. And you hey, beat we, play, us. we play you next week, <laughs> so. Woo! Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. I kill myself. Um, anyways, I think the only teams that looked probably, I mean, granted, you scored 24 points, but the teams that probably looked worse than you guys on offense was probably the Jets, Cowboys, and Patriots. Like, right. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue that. I mean, and the only reason why you guys scored 24 is because you had two plays to do, Renee. I mean, take those 14 points off and, and you're at yeah. 10 points. I mean, and I'm not trying to be rude. No, no, But I that's just you. how I feel. And, like, your defense, I mean, was good. I mean, they held the Jets. To, I mean, they got a, what, a garbage time touchdown, touchdown. or whatever. Yeah, it was, they had three Which, points, you know, basically. Yeah, Yeah. so they had three points, so whatever, right? So, basically, it was 10-3 to three kind of game, right? But that's not good, like. No. I mean, we can get into the week two picks and all that kind of stuff. But if I'm a Ravens fan, I'm happy that was my first game of the season. Like, if this was, like, week 12 or 13, I'd be no. a lot more worried. Oh, way more worried. Um, so hopefully this changes, but like yeah. again, Zach Wilson wasn't playing, and I think he hurts you more than Joe Flacco. So, with that being said, yeah, I think we can move on to the other matches so that way because we, you know, we gotta make sure to get through them and our picks. Yeah. So, but yeah, basically our two teams very lackluster, not very mm-hmm. great, but it's okay. Uh, First week of the season. I will just say though, real quick, like I said, the throw to Bateman that was like perfection on the money gorgeous drop you know right into the hands that was a sweet throw and hopefully Lamar can make more of those throws so that was encouraging for sure that play was encouraging because that was that was sick can't do much better than that but yes let's go to the other games should we do Steelers Bengals should we do Colts Texans let's do Colts Texans and Steelers Bengals okay you want me to go first or you you can go first I'll go first I'll go the first. Bengals okay one. Um, oh, also, let me just sorry, uh, because we didn't give the Jets a little bit of praise. Sauce Gardner looked really good, he held Mark Andrews to oh, not much, and he covered well, most of the game. Basically, for Sauce, I, I saw he had when he was guarding someone one completion, 
one pass breakup. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. He looks great. Looks like the real deal. Jets D is promising. I'll just say that. Oh. I not mean, not saying they're necessarily good because we should have scored I mean, more, but they were I mean, promising. Here's the thing. Did the are his Jets defense that good or is the Ravens offense just that bad? I think we'll find out this week. Right. On what I mean because uh, first weeks you can overreact to whatever, like, you know, but after that it kind of is like, you know, like is yeah. Seattle really that good? We'll find out. We'll so, find out. Anyways, I, I did think, we'll, like you said, yeah, I thought that I was, pro- I'm not saying it was good, but they are promising. They've got some good pieces and it starts with sauce for sure. But Colts, Texans, because I, I got to give a little bit of support to the the Jets. Um, Colts, Texans. I know, if, I mean, obviously a tie is really boring. And if you're the Colts, especially a Colts fan, you're like, how do we tie? Um, and it's funny because an AFC South team didn't win this week. Uh, I think the Colts are fine. I don't think you should hit panic. Um, you know, when I was looking at the game and I was watching the other ones, and I saw it was like 20 to 3 or whatever. I was like, what is going on? And then I watched the highlights, and I think it was just more of kind of week one miscues than anything that killed some drives. Uh, Matt Ryan had a – they moved the ball pretty well. Like, they did. I, I thought their offense looked good. Uh, Matt Ryan had a, a bad interception that would have been a big gain, but it got the – Big man picked it like he threw it too low, and big man picked it off. But it would have been to Taylor. That would have been a lot of yards. And then he fumbled a snap on a third down, which was crucial. That was killed a drive. There were things like that that I saw that I'm like, that's not necessarily a cause for concern because you know the um, and he also got strip sacked. That was another thing uh, that set up a short Texans field, which set up a touchdown. Uh, but those are things, you know, that I think they can clean up, the Colts can. And I thought the offense looked good. I thought the defense was fine. Um, there were a couple of, you know, there's like a big pass interference that led to a, a field goal or a touchdown, I remember. So if I'm the Colts, you know, I'm not overreacting. I'm not panicking. I know it's a tie with the Texans week one. You're probably like, it's the Texans. But the Texans showed a lot of fight, and Davis Mills actually played probably better than expected. But I don't think you should panic. Plus, they missed the field goal that could have won it. And Blake and Chip ended up getting released after that. Apparently, he had two kickoffs that went out of bounds, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd heard. That's another reason why. But if you're the Colts, I wouldn't panic. I think it's just more week one miscues than anything. So I, I was actually more impressed with the Colts. I thought they were going to be, like, really bad or sloppy. That was not. That's not the case I got when I watched the highlights. And if you're the Texans, good fight, obviously. You like that. So... Davis Mills is probably better than expected. So, yeah, that's my takeaway. Sucks it's a tie, but, you know, a tie is a tie. So, yeah, I would agree with all of your things as well. Like, Colts, I think you play that game another 10, 12 times. They win all of those. Um, like you said, you clean up those. I mean, it's hard to win games when you've turned it over three times. Right. And I think the stats show it too. I think if you turn over three or four times, I think your percentage to win goes down to like I think eight percent or something like it's something really low. And it doesn't matter. I mean, and we have to think too, all these guys who are on these NFL teams are professional athletes. They're very good. So yes, while some teams are 0 and seventeen or three and fourteen against any one of us. They are 17 and 0, right? right? Put them on a team. They'll be any college team on any given Sunday. Um, so, hey, it was a good game, entertaining. You saw the Colts come back. That's true. Yeah, they, they, they um, came back. That's a big, that's yeah, something. They came back. And so, yeah. you know, 
you know, it's a growing pain. Matt Ryan's there first time, right. you know, in the Colts and stuff. So I'm not worried about them. That that game I just wanted to just talk about because it was a tie. The QB but, um, carousel. Matt Ryan's the next one. Yeah. But going on to our next game, though, Steelers and Bengals. Um, this one, I'm disappointed the Bengals lost it. Um, they let – I mean, they tied it up at the very end, but then missed a field goal. No, it got blocked. Well, the, oh, the, got blocked. Well, the, the PAT got blocked because it was PAT tied. The PAT got blocked. Yes. Yeah, which still is not good because that's kind of your duty is to block that, right? So it's a miss. And that, and then I believe – did he have one or two chances to win? I think he had – he had one chance to one win chance. it. One chance. I think snap. what? It was like a, a 38 or something? It was like 20, 28. But yeah, it was, it, was a it was a high snap, and he kicked it on the lace side, and it just hooked really bad. Which is when – I mean, granted, it goes as a miss to McPherson, but when, in all honesty, that's not his fault because as the snapper, you're supposed to snap it nice, and the person getting the ball is supposed to turn it. Yeah. Just – I mean, granted, that's – I mean, that process is really I – mean, it has to be very perfect each time yeah. um but yeah if you hit the laces on a ball you, one your foot hurts like heck i've done it before and I two say, matt knows about kicking field goals because yeah, he's done and, it yeah. and two it's just gonna go everywhere so it doesn't matter where how good you are it's just gonna not yeah. go well and so you know congrats to the steelers for winning that game but honestly this was a game that cincinnati lost and oh, yeah. Jabur got picked off five times, and I think he just looked nervous. Four times, but then a fumble. So five turnovers. Five, five turnovers, yeah. yeah. So I think he just yeah. looked nervous. I mean, kind of like, you know, hey, we got the Super Bowl. We yeah. got this pressure now instead of just letting it flow. But at the very end of the game, you could see he kind of wore that off, and they moved the ball and everything. So I'm really not worried about Cincinnati. I think that was honestly a fluke. I think Pittsburgh kind of – played probably the best they could. And on top of that, Najee kind of got injured. Granted, it's negative, but I don't think his foot or Liz Frank, whatever, is as healthy as he says or everyone else has. So I'm not buying that either. But, you know, congrats to the Steelers. TJ Watt, too, with his torn pack. He was a monster in that game. Obviously, reigning defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah, monster. Had a huge impact, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard for me to say five turnovers is a fluke. Um, I'm just saying as a fluke as in, like, for his career, right. that's the first time he's had that many. Granted, Joe Burrow, like, he does throw more interceptions than I say other quarterbacks. Like, he probably has about one to two a game. I mean, that's just kind of what he does. But when you throw the ball 50, 60 times a game, you're bound to have at least one or two get picked off. I'm not necessarily saying Joe – I think – Okay, so I guess let me put it like this. I'm not really worried about Joe Burrow. I do think he will pick it back up. And obviously those turnovers are mostly his fault. What I'm worried about with the Bengals, because I am worried about one thing. I'm not like the cold. Yes. He got sacked seven times, uh, caused a couple of his like one or two of his picks because mm-hmm. it was uh, you know, pocket collapse. And, and Joe Burrow should be better and probably should have just taken this sack instead of forcing it away. And obviously, one of the picks was a throw, a quick throw in a pocket collapse. TJ Watt grabbed it, you know, similar to the Matt Ryan pick. Yeah. Um, the O line. I mean, I know it's the Steelers and it's Blitzburg and all this, and and obviously TJ Watt's a monster and um, Cam Hayward, right? So I get that, but you know, seven times is still 
a lot, especially when, because, you know, the Titans had a great de- defense in the playoffs and they got to him nine times, right? And this is, you know, I know it's week one, so obviously things will be cleaned up, but still it's alarming that he, there was a couple others where he almost got sacked and he was able to get away and also, you know, caused a pick or two. So he could have been sacked like 10 times, honestly. Um, they spent so much money on the O-line and I hope it can get better, but it was not promising a first, a, a promising first game by any means. Um, so I'm worried about the O-line for the Bengals. Um, obviously T Higgins gets hurt too. in the near the end of the first half, which I think has a big impact, but he had already thrown two or three picks and they were already down pretty early too. So I'm not just saying, Oh, Tegan's didn't get hurt. It would have saved him. Blah, blah, blah. Cause really they almost stole the game because they definitely sh- didn't deserve to win. And I'm glad that- they didn't honestly, because they really didn't deserve it. Um, you know, they almost stole it. Heck of a gutsy effort by the Steelers. I really, they didn't look that good on offense. They just had short fields. <laughs> if I'm being honest. And the, the, the overtime drive was impressive though, to, not only get the first one that Boswell missed as well, because he missed a kick in overtime, but then they got to it down there again with a minute left. And so impressive. That was really the only impressive thing about the Steelers offense. Wasn't that good. Uh, if you're the Bengals, that's not a game you want to lose, but I wouldn't obviously press panic either, except for maybe the O-line. I, I'm kind of nearing it on the O-line about hitting the panic button. And if you're the Steelers, you stole a win. Um, you might be nine and eight again. Like you always are, I can see that. You lost TJ Watt for six weeks, which sucks, but heck of a, a gutsy win. That's the only way to put it. When that was an interesting game, which by the way, um, the co- the Bengals coach made a huge mistake with punting with like 15 seconds on the play clock when the clock was running to give the Steelers that last drive with a minute left. It's like, why don't you take that down to two and take up all the time but they gave him it with 15 seconds left so i don't know what happened there because then the Steelers would have only had like 45 seconds so that's a lot different so i don't that was another thing that it was just i don't know it was weird to see that from the Bengals. i'll just say that didn't feel like them but i think they can get back to the Bengals. i think it was a little bit of super bowl hangover you know like you had said so yeah hey it makes me feel better as a ravens fan to see that they lost. I mean, obviously the Steelers won, but I'm not worried about the Steelers. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we have three games. We do We're already getting close to that 45 minute mark. To be fair, we, we did start late because we chatted about our own stuff right before. We, yeah, we started we, at four. We started at closer to yeah four year time. So we actually got yeah. a little bit extra time, but yeah. Um. Yeah. So what's, what's the next one? Well. We have three games left that we want to talk about. It was, I believe, it was Washington and was it Washington was it? or was it different? One? I know it was Bucks, Bucks and Cowboys. And I know it was Seahawks, Broncos. Broncos, and then there was one more that we wanted to discuss. Let me. Oh, Chargers Raiders. Yeah, Chargers Raiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's do quick synopsis on all of those. So in depth, looking at you, my boy, H double. Looking at me. Hey, I'll, I'll, like I'll to, try and wrap it up. I'll talk. try and wrap it up. So, I'll go first on these, and then you can add whatever I don't say, so we don't talk too much, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, but I like to talk too much. Oh, I know. Man, Bill so, Simmons has two-hour podcasts. Why can't we? <laughs> we do not have the audience that listens that much. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, But, so, let's go with Chargers and Raiders, because that was an afternoon game. We'll go Buccaneers. 
Cowboys Sunday night right. game, Broncos. So the Chargers and the Raiders. Honestly, probably the game I was most looking forward to watching in the afternoon section. I know that there was Green Bay, Minnesota, but I really didn't think that was going to be a good game. But the Chargers and Vegas, I did, especially because Derek Carr has Devontae Adams now. And, I mean, he threw to Devontae, I think it was either 16 or 17 targets. And Devontae caught 10, obviously, because some of them you couldn't catch. Um, but, man, he looks good. But that Chargers defense looks really good. Three sacks, three interceptions. Um, I mean, and Derek Carr, I mean, yes, he does throw interceptions, but not that many. And what I liked about the Chargers is they were able to close the game. They were able to close the game in a close game. They weren't able to lose it. If if we had the Chargers from last year, they probably would have lost that game, like being honest. Because I believe the Raiders had the ball last, well, before no, the Chargers yeah. did. Well, because they had to stop on fourth down. Anyways, they did. the Raiders were driving and then got stopped on fourth down. But last year – the Raiders would have made that either on third or fourth down um, to keep going. Uh, I think the Chargers will get a boost when J.C. Jackson comes back. Might come back tonight. I, I haven't heard anything one or the other if he is or not. Um, the offense looked great. Kind of sucks that Keenan Allen uh, kind of got a little tweak on his hamstring, which those are not good to have. Um, overall, though, I mean, Herbert looked great. Austin Eckler was good. Keenan Allen was good. The offense looks like it can score when it wants to. Um, I do think the Raiders' defense is much improved from last year. And, I mean, to me, I think that was probably one of the games of the week. So, that's kind of my analysis on that one. I mean, if I was to play the game, I mean, probably Herbert. I mean, he – I mean, one of the balls he did to Keenan Allen, I mean, he literally threaded it through, like, three different people. Yeah. And I was, was just like, throw. wow, you know, so probably pair of the game is Herbert for me. Um, but that's kind of what I have to say for them. So, yeah, all I gotta say is, you know, or you say that, you know, you'll cover it. So I don't say much, but you never say what I'm like thinking in my head. So, well, you know, well, I, I don't, I'm not I will, I will make it shorter. Definitely. I thought the Chargers should have been able to score more. I wanted them to score more. But maybe that's a testament to the Raiders' defense. Because I thought the Chargers could have scored more. Of course, they lost Keenan Allen halfway through, which hurts. But I, I expected a little more. And if you're the Raiders, it's the same for me as the Colts. I don't think you press panic at all. Uh, Derek Carr forced a couple of those picks when he shouldn't have. One of them was a miscommunication as well. But their offense looked good, too. And, yeah, their defense, I would say, looked better. Because I thought the Chargers could have scored more. You said... It looks like they, they can score at will. They only had 24 points, you know. It's not well, like they had... The reason why I said that is because it looks like that. And then all True. of a sudden, the de- the Raiders' defense kind of just, like, shut it down. Yeah. Like, Chargers were going, and then, like, they got around, like, that 50, 40-yard line, you know, of the Raiders, and then it was, like, nothing. And right. you can't – and you're not going to keep doing 60-yard field goals. I mean, that's just – you're not going to do that. Right, so. that's true. But the Raiders looked better than I thought they would when I saw Derek Hart. You know, three picks, and they only were down by one score, right? Yeah. Well, like, three picks and three sacks. I mean, that's – Right, and the three picks is turnovers. So, like, if you yeah. don't turn it over, that could be potentially however many points, right? Raiders could yeah. have won by a lot. Um, And that's another thing. The people were concerned about the Raiders' O-line. I thought they actually handled it – Real. I thought Derek Hart did a really good job of 
getting out of the pocket when need be. But I thought the O-line did a really – they held their ground. They stayed in there, especially against the talent that the Chargers have on defense and that defensive front like Joey Bosa. Now they got to him three times, but I thought it could have been more. So Raiders O-line is actually not as much as, of a concern as I'd been hearing. So I think if you're the Raiders, I, you know, take away – I mean, both teams I think could take away positives, and these are what AFC West games will be like when they face yeah. each other. But I, I was impressed with both teams, but I was actually more impressed with the Raiders, even though they lost. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest. But, yeah, that's all I got to say. Look at that. I kept it shorter for you. Hey, there we go. This one, probably not as much to talk about. Um, Buccaneers, Cowboys. Um, Cow- like I said earlier, Cowboys offense looks like bottom three. Um, and then with Dak Prescott going away, that hurts. And I would like to say, losing Amari Cooper, I think, is a lot worse than what people kind of thought. I really don't know why the Cowboys didn't give – Cooper his money. I mean, he well, they runs did. They just traded him. He has well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I just don't know why they traded him. Like, I really don't like understand that. Like, I mean, they didn't really get too much out of him either. So it's like, was he being bad in the locker room, or did you just not like him? Like, I, I just don't understand that because you know he would go for over a thousand yards. Good route runner could take the pressure off CD Lamb. Um, you know, and if it's me and the Cowboys and I have Cooper Rush coming in to play quarterback now since Dak got hurt, I think Cooper Rush would really like to have Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. You know, so, yeah. So, their their, their, their offense didn't look good. Their defense was good, though. They yeah. held Tampa Bay to, I believe, was was it three field goals? Four field goals? Four, four, four for five, actually. Four for five. Yeah, and then the only touchdown was Mike Evans. Uh incredible one-handed grab um which i mean that's just that you tip your cap and say hey great play nothing more i can do i mean that's you know you and i will not make that play you know like that's how it is um so i mean the buccaneers offense i mean same thing look like they could kind of score at will a little bit moving the ball and then all of a sudden the cowboys eventually clamped down and only had them kick field goals that's true that's true so, I mean, I, I think for me, I'm impressed with the Buccaneers. I mean, Brady doesn't look like he's 45. Looks like he's fine. I don't think there's any worry about the Buccaneers. I mean, yeah, it's 19 points. But, I mean, let's say you turn two of those field goals into, you know, yeah. actually eight points instead. So, now it's 25 to three. That makes you feel a little better, right? Um, or if you even go four for five touchdowns plus, that, I mean, that's 31, right? So, I'm not worried about the Buccaneers. For me, for the Cowboys, it's – can you get through these six weeks with it's, Cooper Rush? With it's actually going to be like only like three. They're not putting well, them on IR. It's going to be quicker. They, Maybe four. Well, that's the thing though. Is usually thumbs are four to six weeks. That's usually true. Close to six, and they're like, oh no, he's going to be back in four. It's like, uh, what? I mean, so we'll see. Yeah, hopefully they don't we'll rush see, him. But yeah, to me that that offense, even when Dak was in, didn't look very good. So that's kind of what I took away from that game. Hey, you said Tom Brady looks great, and you know what about Julio Jones too? He looked a lot better. He uh, did, but he has an injury now too. Yeah, they, they all the receivers do actually. When yep. you look at it, they all have something. But Cowboys D impressed me in the red zone. Um, I can't say overall though, because I mean the Bucks de- got to the red zone a lot, you know. Yeah. So I can't just say, oh, the Cowboys defense was great because they did were able to get down. I mean, one of them was a pick from Dak so you wipe one away but the rest 
the defense gave up to let them get into the red zone because the field goals were pretty short attempts. But credit to them, they clamped down in the red zone when need be, which is important, definitely. So the defense didn't impress me, the Cowboys. Yeah, um, offense, though, nope. Um, they don't have a vertical threat, and Chris Collinsworth pointed that out, obviously. And Cassidy Lamb is not a vertical threat. He's more of an in-the-middle guy. So the Bucks, who have a really good defense, by the way, were, did a great job recognizing that and be like, beat us downfield, and they couldn't. Now, I think Michael Gallup, you know, James Washington, who got hurt, they can help spread the field, especially Gallup. So I think he will be a big contributor when he comes back. I think they really need him. But now you have Cooper Rush, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Ground game obviously didn't do anything. I think it could be a little better. The Bucks are just a really good front. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the Bucks, yeah, red zone, um, I don't think there's much concern. I mean, obviously, I think they can clean up some of the red zone stuff. It's a little concerning how bad they were in the red zone, considering – not necessarily bad, but, you know, they didn't really score on any of them. So that's a little, like, yeah. But defense obviously looked great, and, and Tom Brady will be fine. Bucks will be fine. Cowboys, not so much. That's all I got. No. No. Uh, and I feel a lot better about that Eagles pick. So, well, actually, Eagles D didn't look that good either, but we're not talking about that game. Yeah, one more. Oh, so, next one, and I think what we're going to talk about for the Seahawks and Broncos, I think, because that last drive, I think that's the most important one. Um, Bad coaching, too. Well, when you hear his explanation, it makes more sense why he was kind of, I think, a little flustered. Um, we'll First-year coach. First-year coach. Um, well, there's a lot of things that go into that, too. But the Seahawks were pretty decent in the first half, then didn't score at all in the second half. So the Broncos locked down. But with the Broncos, you fumble it twice on the one yard line. That's like fourteen. That's fourteen points, up. or let's just say let let's split the difference. Let's say it's a touchdown and a field goal. That's well, ten points. To be fair, one of them was on a fourth down, and he was short anyways. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. going to be short. Oh, so technically, that would have been a, no points, but the other one could have been seven. But keep yeah, okay. So we'll even we'll even split the difference even more and say seven points. Right. So instead of being 16-7, it's 23-17, and you're probably fine. On that last drive, you have four minutes to get into field goal range, and they just – there was no hurry up. There was no hurry to that offense, which right. I was like, that's kind of strange for a Russell Wilson yeah. offense. Like, it seems who, like he didn't who, wait, do who that. Wait, who am I? Well, who am I right now? Peyton May. Who am I? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, man, let's get a timeout here. A timeout. 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 Timeout, guys. Timeout. Let's get timeout. Let's, let's get timeout. Guys, let's get timeout. Let's get and timeout. Shannon Sharp's like, what are they doing? Like, yeah, they're both going I crazy. That. I think it's like, yeah, he said a lot of times. Anyways, what the coach came out and said is he said, our goal was to get to the 46-yard line because that's when McManus said he was comfortable hitting a field goal. He goes, on the third and 15 or whatever, he goes, I was going to go for it on fourth down, you know, but then he said Javante made a great play and got 10 yards and made it a fourth and five. So then they were in a pickle because he's going to go for it and fourth down, but then he got to the 46-yard line. I would have done – you call that timeout. You take Russell over here. You take McManus over here. Talk with it and say, hey, bud, yeah, you need to make yeah. that 64-yarder. McManus was like, sure. But if you think you have a great play fourth and five – you do it because hey, you're the one who get is getting paid two hundred fifty million dollars guaranteed. 
if they don't make it fourth and five, everyone's like, oh, it's Rust, first game, whatever, right? But because of the kick, it's different. So time management was definitely not on their side. I think Russ played with a lot of um, emotion because he did come back to Seattle and stuff. Um, I don't think that's going to be your typical Denver Broncos performance, but I could be wrong, but who knows? But yeah, that's kind of my takeaways from that. I don't know. So you you can tell me what you think. think, I think you take that time out early to, if you are flustered, to at least discuss, be like, okay, now you have a little bit of pause time to be like, okay, let's analyze this. Could If we go for it, what plays do we have? Or uh, we can kick it. I mean, yes, it leaves a little more time if you make it, but your defense had been playing really well, you know? So, you know, I, I obviously they should have called the timeout when Peyton Manning was telling them to call the timeout. But, oh, 100%. Yeah, Broncos defense, a little um, – you know, shaky at first. I actually thought Geno Smith played – he was hung in there really well. I, I thought he played pretty, pretty good. Um, but Broncos defense, obviously, really, like you said, second half, shut him out. Really stepped up when need be. I was wondering why they weren't as good um, in that first half, getting up 17 points. I was a little surprised they obviously picked it up. So, I'm not worried about them, really. Um, but the offense, yeah, everyone likes to blame Russ and – a lot of people like act for this game and were like, oh, you know, Russ, the $250 million man. But like, really, I thought Russ played pretty good. And it came down to those one yard miscues, those fumbles that really hurt them. That could have been an extra 14 points. But I thought, and obviously, they didn't go for from fourth and five. So people were like, oh, they don't trust Russ. I thought Russ played pretty good. And I think they'll be better and they'll be okay. I, I was impressed with Russ. I thought he made some good plays um he might have had one ball that was picked if i remember right or it should have been picked but it was dropped but besides that i was impressed um and on seattle side defense obviously held up when needed on those you know one yard runs and i mean that's one in the game pretty much so and like i said i was impressed with geno smith so the seahawks i still don't think they're gonna be that good good win for their confidence at least and while Geno Smith probably isn't the long-term quarterback, he looks like he could be uh, definitely a, a very good backup. But, hey, I mean, if he continues to play like that, he could be a starter for a couple more years potentially. Because he, yeah. looked, he looked good. He made This first touchdown was really impressive. Really good yeah. play. He, he scrambled, got out, and made a really nice throw. So, yeah. That is. Well. Week two. Predictions? Week two predictions. Yeah. We definitely went a little bit over 45 minutes. Uh but hey, we got it all in and football, this is my my jam. So this is where I this is where I strive. So I need I needed this extra time. <laughs> oh, um for your punishment. Oh yeah. Charles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what you got to do. Since you lost 3 games to me yesterday or last week. Right. You're going to have to go at some point to Walmart. Okay. Get a six pack of glizzies. Uh, okay. And you gotta eat three raw glizzies, bro. On the pod. On the pod. So, like, um, I guess we'll do this on the Monday episode. I'll do it on the Sunday one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna I be just... in Saint. I'm gonna be in Saint Louis, so maybe I can still do it up there. Maybe I. Maybe I can okay. Still. But anyways, just at some point has to get yeah. done. Well, and I just I forgot that. We don't normally don't do the punishment until after it's over. We normally do it like right now, and so I actually am going to propose the punishment for next week or this okay. the loser of this week. 
The loser yeah. of this week will have to post an Instagram video on no notes getting whipped cream slapped <laughs> by someone okay. else. Okay. Loser has so to get whipped cream slapped. Could be like by my roommate. Yeah, yeah, and then they like record record it or something, and they okay. record and they take it and like, like, like this, in the and they face? slap you. Yep, just like boom, like that. Okay. Whipped cream slap. I'd recommend doing it outdoors, but you can do what you want. All right. <laughs> um. So loser has to do that. So this is important. Sounds good. All right. So are you on the are you on the yep. picking thing already? Yep, I'm good. Okay. So Kansas City versus Chargers. So Chiefs you have Chargers. to go. You have to go first because I lost last week. Remember, that's the advantage I have. Because the I loser, can... yeah, remember we did that last year. The loser gets to go second in picks. The winner has of each week has to go first. That sucks because I think I went first last week too. Okay. Well, um, you got out of IHOP, so that was a moral win. <laughs> I did beat you in the anyways. Okay. The thing is, is I want to go Kansas City. It's in KC. But I really love the Chargers, and you know I love the Chargers. Pick them to win, bro. I mean, I picked so, the Packers and see what happened you know to what? me. Just did it. Click the Chargers. Chargers. Well, I did pick them to win the division, so I have to. You don't have to. I Honestly, looking back, the Packers one is the one I wish I took back because I was actually thinking Vikings. But the other yeah, two I, I got wrong was on me. But I generally yeah. thought the Vikings would win, and I should have picked them. Well, but I'm going with the Chargers. I'm going Chiefs. No Keenan Allen. It's just Arrowhead, honestly. That's the main reason why. I know. All right. Jets, okay. Browns. Who you but got? I think it's going to be high scoring, though. Like I, think it's I hope so. High. I'm excited yeah. to watch that tonight. So, okay. Jets, Browns, who you got? Uh, Browns. Me too. They impressed me. Yep. Commanders Lions. and Lions. Commanders. I'm going Lions. I am too. I am going Lions. Buccaneers and Saints. Well, there you go. Little Taysom Hill is going to take us to victory. Just man. kidding. It's going to be Tom Brady, bro. Yeah, I'm going Saints, man. It's his antidote. I'm just going to keep. Oh, you're going Saints. I am going Saints, oh. man. He sucks against them. I don't know. Receivers are banged up. This, he's just games. He can't seem to beat the Saints. It's in New Orleans. That's the capper. I know. I know. I'm going Saints. I which, feel like he has to break the curse. I broke my curse with Martin. He, he broke the curse in the playoffs when it mattered. So, But he, he won't in the regular season. <laughs> Let's put it like that. Hey, the Bucks are eighty percent uh, picked to win, so I feel good. I feel like uh, I could bet on the Saints at least yeah. in this. So yeah. All right, New York versus Ooh, Carolina. That's a good one. This is a good one because Carolina should have won last week. Yeah, no, they should have. We they should have won last that. week. We didn't even talk about that game. Giants though, um, what fight? Giants looked. Giants looked good. Um, I mean, it was against Tennessee. I really don't think Tennessee's that good. But I'm going to put my faith one more week. One more week in Baker Mayfield. Go Me on too. Panthers. I was going to go. I thought you were going to say Saquon and Daniel Jones. And I was like, oh. well, I'm going Panthers. But you went oh, Baker Mayfield. Dang. So Okay. Okay. Oh, Steelers, Pats. I, I don't even want to. You already know I'm going Steelers. I'll go first on this one. Sorry. Sorry, New England. I'm going Steelers. Uh, there's part of me that just wants to pick the Patriots because, you know. There's no TJ Watt. If the offense looked that bad against this defense, or against the Dolphins, imagine against this defense. I know. I know the Steelers' offense isn't that good, but like, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh as well. I don't want to. This will be like a seventeen. This will be like a thirteen to ten 
kind of game, I feel like. Until the Steelers show me something different. Yep. Steelers. Can't. Yep. Okay, Indianapolis, Jacksonville. I'm going Colts. Colts versus Jags. Have to me go too. Colts. I mean, me too. They look better, so. Ja- I, Jags I was impressed with, but no, Colts. Dolphins, Ravens. I'm going with the Dolphins. You are going with the Dolphins. I 21% am. of people agree with you. I'm really worried about our run game. I don't know if JK's going to be back. And even if he is, how much does well, he get? They said he's questionable. Almost. Yeah, but open. how much does he get, though? You yeah. Know, like, I think Lamar will step up when the pressure's on more. The Jets was not pressure. I think Lamar will step up when he needs to, and I'm going Ravens. Okay. Rams. I think Falcons. we'll feast on Tua. Anyways, uh, Rams. Falcons Same. showed fight, but no, Rams. I think yeah. they bounce back after all that rest. And then Seattle versus San Francisco. This could be a little bit interesting because the uh, 49ers did lose to the I'm Bears. Going, yeah, they, we didn't talk I'm about going, that one. I'm, I'm not but I'm Niners. going Niners. Yeah, I'm going Niners. The reason why, it's not going to be a torrential downpour like it was in Chicago. And two, yeah. Trey Lance just couldn't clutch up. If it was me, I personally would still start Jimmy G. I mean – Anyways, to be, I actually uh, thought Trey Lance played better than people are giving him credit for. But yeah, the rain is not a great play. He did look lost, and that didn't help. I think he will do a lot better at home in Seattle. Even though they won, I still don't think they're the that good. Yeah, I'm going Niners. Cincinnati, Dallas have to pick Bengals. Yeah, I mean you have to. Yep. Okay, Denver and Houston. I like Houston, but Denver. I think oh, yeah. Brock, I think Russ cooks. So yeah. Vegas and Arizona. I'm going to go Vegas. Me too. Cardinals looked awful. <laughs> Green Bay and Chicago, I think, is going to be a lot closer than people think. Both teams look not good, but just because I have Aaron Rodgers, I'm going with him. Green Bay. Okay. How about you? Yeah, going Green Bay. Hey, Buffalo and Tennessee have to go Buffalo. Yep, have to. And then Eagles and Minnesota. I'm riding my train, bro. Let's go Vikings. You are riding the train. I am riding the train. And bro. I'm right. And you know what train I'm riding? The Jalen Hurts hype train. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Philly. I think I am. I'm actually yeah. surprised it's as Vikings are at 60. I'm surprised. I thought it'd be closer than that. 50, 50. Honestly, yeah. to me, I could have gone either way. I think it's going to be a great game. Like, We'll get to kind of like the tiebreaker twos, but anyways. Um, so we uh we have three different, I believe. So oh no, we be... have we have more than three different. Do we? Yeah, I have Chargers, Chiefs, Tampa Bay, Saints, um Miami. Oh yeah, so we have four different. Miami, and then um Eagles, Vikings, Eagles and Vikings, yeah. So, technically, it'll come down to this tiebreaker if we tie, which is actually cool. So, there, there'll be a loser every week, guaranteed. So Yeah. So, Vikings, we'll be a loser. Real quick, before we finish this up, why is there two Monday night games again? I have no idea. Okay. Well, Vikings, <laughs> Eagles. I'm going to go 31 to 37 oh, Eagles. Dang, that was my number. I'm 37 go, to 31 Eagles. I'm actually going to go 35 Minnesota, 31 Philadelphia. Tennessee, or so Buffalo, I'm going to have at uh, 45. Oh, 45. 
Tennessee at 17. Oh, so. man. That is a – I'm going to go Bills. Thirty-five. The reason why I'm saying that is because they just put up thirty-one pretty easily against the Rams, and the Rams they had a much better defense than Tennessee. Eh, the Rams are really top-heavy, and Jalen Ramsey got cooked, and he's supposed to be one of the best. So I actually think the Rams' defense isn't that great. Um, okay. Titans didn't often against the Giants. They only scored twenty. Could have won though with another missed field goal kick, but yeah. Um, against Buffalo's defense. 17 is a good number. I'm going to go 17, too. Isn't that what you had? Yeah. 35-17. I don't think the Bills score as much as you predict. So, so who will score the most points this week? I have Buffalo. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got Philly at 37. Um, The only other one I would consider is Chiefs Chargers, probably. Yeah. I'm going to go with the – because we missed this last week because we missed the Thursday night game. Yeah. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Kansas City. Okay. How many are they going to score? 42. Okay. So my so my prediction would still be correct. So 45. Okay. So I have Buffalo. Who will score the fewest points this week? Um – I'm between, like, two teams right now. Is Cowboys one of them? Cowboys is one of them. And the Pats. <laughs> I guess there's three. They're, they're yeah. Up there. Woo. Uh, um, my third one is the Jets. Oh, yeah, the Jets. I'm between three. The Pats, the Jets, and the Bears. The, the Packers D, I think, is actually pretty good. They did a good job holding yeah. the Vikings, actually. I'm, I'm gonna go with, with the Jets. Uh, that's I, I don't want to pick on the Jets too much. It's really tempting with chill flack. Browns have a good, good, solid D too. They do. Am I trying to win here? Am I just trying to mix it up? You know what? I'll go Chicago. Okay. And no, I won't. Let's save our, no, I let's, won't. No, I won't. No. I won't. Oh. I want to go Jets so bad. It's so tempting. Then do it. Why not? Fine. I'll do the Jets. I'll copy you. It's the freaking Jets, man, with Joe Flacco. So I'm gonna save my picks in three, two, one. And, yep, we can't change them. This is it. Invalid. What did I do wrong? (laughs) What? I did everything. Invalid crumb? What does that mean? I don't know. I I have all my picks on here. What the heck? You haven't made all your picks? Yeah, I have. Uh, well, for some reason, it won't let me. Let me refresh it, I guess. What? Well, Eric's app is broken. Yeah, Eric's app is broken. Hmm. Okay. Whatever, I'll figure it out. Let me just redo all my picks real quick. But you want to do the outro while I do that? You got intro um, and outro today. Yeah. Are you are you trying to read off my picks? Are no, I'm, read I'm just redo. I'm redoing mine because. Oh oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I'm like putting them all back in. Okay. 
Rams. Well, everybody, this was episode 78 of No Notes Podcast. Super exciting. Um, oh, just an update. Out of our three-team league of people picking, since none of our other buddies decided to join, um, currently I'm in first. I went nine and six last week, so over 500. Charles went six and nine, and Eric went five and ten. So hopefully we all do better this week. Um but yeah, super exciting. Uh, we have the game in about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, Chargers and Chiefs, probably one of the games of the week, if not maybe the game of the week. Um, and yeah, other than that, we will hopefully get an episode to you on Monday, depending on Charles' travel schedule. But Hopefully, yeah, I, I think so. Other than that, should be good, and uh, we appreciate you. And, uh, you know, as they say, we're signing off. Peace.